coming to you live from Parkview Studios, The Garage. This is The Brothers Catch-Up, a weekly podcast where two brothers come together and we just catch up. I'm Sal Biazzi. With me, as always, is my brother. Frankie. Here we go. Sorry, I got a business text as you were introducing it. Um, oh, boy. Do you remember... This is, I'm going to jog your memory. I don't think it's anything that's ever come up on the podcast. But a long time ago, we had a conversation or two about the topic of time crystals. Sorry, hold on one second. I know we started the podcast. It's very unprofessional with me in our very professional podcast. Okay. What about time crystals? Do you remember us having a conversation about time crystals? I don't think so, but... Jog my memory. A what long is a time, time ago. It must have been in around 2015 or 2016. I Oh, not on the podcast you're saying? Yeah, no. Yeah, no, then I definitely don't remember this. Uh, hold on a second. Then, in about 2015 or 2016, science had a breakthrough where they discovered a theoretical structure, like atomic structure, I guess is how you describe it. By the way, like, I'm super underqualified to talk about any of this stuff, and I'm going to be wrong about 90% of it. But it's fascinating and interesting, so I want to talk about it. Uh, they discover that the structure of crystal form is like also... Hmm, I'm already doing a bad job of explaining it. You know like a diamond is a crystal? Yeah. Okay, so what makes a diamond is carbon, right? Yep, mm-hmm, So the good. carbon atom... Is forms it? in a specific way that's what makes things crystal okay. versus yeah, any yeah. other thing yeah so it could be metal it could be sure. rock makes know? sense okay that structure the shape of the way in which the atoms bond to each other mm-hmm. forms like this lattice yeah and it's this a repeating is like, pattern yeah this okay. is like high school chemistry cool. stuff yes that same principle can be applied to atoms but instead of the structure being made in the space of the atom, right? It's in the time of the atom, or the next sort of, not dimension, but but a different way of structuring. So the mo- it's actually the movement of these atoms is in a repeating pattern, which is a crystal. So in time, it's a crystal. A time crystal, but it's not a real thing. No, it is a physical thing. It's a crystal of time, and the only way they get it to happen, because this was all in theory, but they were trying to figure out ways in which they could prove that. So it's like the way we've talked about this on the podcast, like how our physics, as we understand it, we know we're wrong about physics, and like there's a lot of theories and hypotheses, and but we know that generally speaking that. The things that we use in physics all the time can't necessarily be correct at a fundamental level. Quinn, don't attack other people's pets. At a fundamental level, because like they don't really all go together. We've talked about this. Yeah. Like Big Bang, like all. Like they can't all okay. be right. So if like all of our understandings of physics are true, there is no such thing as time crystals. There can't be time. Time crystals can exist based on how we operate physics, like every day with like Newton's law of gravity and. Isaac Newton, uh, not uh, Albert Einstein's theory of relativity, like all that stuff. It doesn't jive with time crystals. But in 2012, there was a hypothesis done, like, no, time crystals probably can exist 
here's how, but it would break the laws of physics. You have to go to the quantum level. And in quantum physics, when you can get down to that small of, of atoms, if you close your eyes, essentially, if you don't measure it, it's like the split, double split experiment where the particles will act like a wave when they're not observed. And then as, when they're observed, they do diff something different. The same idea with the time crystal. When you get to the quantum level and you don't measure right, so it. so I guess I'll read this to yeah. help. All right. In condensed matter physics, a time crystal is a quantum system of particles whose lowest energy state is one in which the particles are in repetitive motion. Yes. The system cannot lose energy to the environment and come to rest because it is already in its quantum ground state. Exactly. I don't know what that means. Okay. What it means is... An object at rest tends to stay in rest, right? An object in motion tends to stay in motion. But at the particle level, the particle itself is always moving. Does that make sense? So here's why here's why it's weird. I'll explain it why it's weird and why it's interesting. So when this first when they first found they could do this, what they did was they took the temperature of the room down to like negative 10,000 degrees Celsius or whatever it is, like some crazy low number beyond like negatives, absolute zero. And they took a very specific hydrogen atom. And when that hydrogen atom gets that cold, it turns into a super fluid. And this is why this is interesting because it starts to break our understanding of physics and how things behave, which is fascinating. Because we only know them how we know them. Yes. So you get a time crystal. It's essentially perpetual motion. So we know that perpetual motion isn't a thing. You can't create a system that moves, that never stops moving. But if at the fundamental building block of could. all matter, it's always moving, then we can scale that up, is the idea. Okay. If one particle at the quantum level is in, time, is in repetitive motion as a time crystal, we should be able to make time crystals that... like. You could take two atoms that are always doing that and put them together. You can create a system with these crystals that are always in motion. And then the system itself will always be in motion and so, it will never lose energy. Does it make sense? Yeah, so what would be the utility? Okay, so here's an example. Superfluids become real. What's a superfluid? So water always finds its level, right? Well, imagine a glass. Imagine if water was... You, it never stopped moving. Meaning have, you ever always, seen, have you ever seen that black liquid the magnet liquid it's ferro it's called ferrofluid maybe it's like liquid that's a magnet so it like is always yeah, moving and different it, shapes yeah um it's like that kind of but maybe not david they would describe it as like zero viscosity meaning like there's nothing it's literally ultimately liquid there's nothing that keeps it in its container it's always going to move. So like if you poured it in a cup, unless the cup was completely sealed. Like in a vacuum. Like with a lid on it. You put a lid on it. This is the only way you're going to keep the fluid in the cup. Because otherwise it's going to keep moving and spreading and getting as thin and fluid as possible. And going constantly flowing. Constantly moving. So Hold then on, if you wait. sealed the container. Wait, 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 wait. So let's say you sealed the container. Well then the fluid would keep going along the walls until it was like looping along the edges of the container at a level instead of being flat before we level. continue with this yeah where the fuck did this come from well i'm just giving me the updates on what's going on in the world 
Is this the world or is this what you've just... Well, I didn't give you the most the latest update. I'm not right. even there yet. Okay, so well, I'm just explaining what right. happened in 2016 when we okay. first talked about time crystals that you don't remember. I don't remember this We remember at ta- all. I brought time crystals up to you and thought it was fascinating because it was like, wow, these are real things. Okay, continue. Well, now with the, I'll give you the latest update. So why am I bringing time crystals up? Well, they just realized, like I said before, you, they were successfully able to put two time crystals together to create a system of time crystals, meaning it's they're starting to figure out how to work with time crystals so that time crystals can work together. So now once you have... The, so now we're talking subatomic particles, right? Quantum mechanics level stuff here. Super, 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 super tiny. But it is an object in perpetual motion that they have then been able to put in coordination with another object in perpetual motion. So now these two objects in perpetual motion are working... Are in perpetual motion but bonded together, connected to each other in a system with one another. This is crazy shit! Again, what would be the utility? Well, I mean, it's perpetual motion. It's free energy. It's unlimited energy. It's just it's the the basics of our physics would be blown to shreds. Think about it this way: like it is the manifestation of like energy cannot be created or destroyed. So this is like. That manifest. You cannot lose energy to the environment. It is just what it is. It is... So, like, if you could take enough of these molecules to, like, do anything... Quantum computing is a good example. Like, they need it to... It takes massive and massive massive amounts of energy and power to power a quantum computer right now. To the point where they... Like, Google has quantum computers that are massive in size. Just like when you look at pictures of computers in the 1960s. They're massive. They were massive in size. size It was only through our technology and progress over time that we learned the better ways to do it. Well, you could take these unlimited energy atoms and use it to power maybe a quantum computer. Because the quantum computer is already working at the quantum level to do its mechanics. So if you could power the quantum computer... With time crystals, which sounds like a fucking science fiction thing, but it's fucking happening. Then you could maybe shrink the size of quantum computers down to like maybe you'll someday soon have cell phones in your pocket that are actually Dude, quantum computers. If the next version of smartphones are like quantum phones, <laughs> be so fucking sick. Like they could just read each other's minds or like, like there's talk to no the face. Like, you don't have know. to charge them. <laughs> yeah, they're just <laughs> these things that sit in your pocket and like do it if everything. You text on them by like brainwaves yeah just like uh which i mean all of this is like elon musk's wet dream right like isn't this like all... that's why he wants to put chips in people's brain yeah essentially like he wants to make super people he wants us to be connected with... but i mean who knows what doors open when this kind of breakthrough potentially happens and it's interesting to me that it's not like the biggest thing i don't know how significant it is like i said at the beginning but of the like, session i'm not a physicist if all our physics are just like wrong <laughs> it seems like a big deal not wrong in the sense of like we're dumb just wrong in the sense of like we can only understand what we can understand until we can understand more it's like we don't know why this is real but this is allowed to happen so which is why all the trust the science people during covid are fucking idiots because like science is always changing yeah. that's a, it's a good thing it should because we start to learn things yes so that would be pretty cool to see like what comes of it but think about the timeline here. 2012, it was first proposed that it's possible. 2016, 
it becomes reality. They figure out they identified time crystals in the helium three molecule at subatomic cold temperatures, and now eight, six years later. They have these molecules, and not only do they have time crystals, they've got time crystals working together in system. What's next? I don't know. Maybe by the time we're 80, like, this is going to be like, yeah, obviously time crystals are real. Don't you have some in your house? And you'll be like, what the fuck are you talking about? I mean, about? it does seem crazy to me. Like, I mean, I know electric cars are like the, like, they haven't even taken hold yet. Yeah. We've been talking about electric cars for what seems like a decade now. Think of another piece of technology that, like, was such a flash in the pan because by the time it got good enough to be used, we had already moved on to the next thing. I think maybe electric cars might be going that way, right? Like, gas has been the number one energy source for cars and automobiles and anything with an engine for the longest time. Yeah. We're trying to go electric. It's taking a while. It's a tough technology. It's it's We're so close. We already... Some people are already doing it. And by the time everyone's starting to get on board, we're just going to be like, oh, we have free energy cars now. <laughs> yeah, that run out of time crystals. Also, one of the, you were talking about applications. Really look into superfluidity and, like, zero viscosity. Is there, like, YouTube videos that show what superfluids are? I'm sure there are if you look at if you look into it enough. I just was reading some articles about it, but interesting... Stuff I need visual. Like, I can't just read okay, about Okay, but like I was fluid. saying, like, if you close it in a container, it's going to be along the walls of the container in constant motion. Well, that's what... That sounds dumb. Flowing. And then, I think it's going to be like teleportation. Like I was saying, the double slit experiment where they shot the particles, and when they observed it, they got one result, and when it wasn't observed, it, it acted differently. I think it's going to be one of those things where... Maybe you can get to teleportation or, or movement in space and time in a non-linear Using fashion. Using these things. If these things are just atoms that are constantly... They're constantly moving, I think, because... I mean, I don't know. Because I'm not a physicist. So they've known about superfluids since, like, the 70s? Yeah. Yeah, superfluids aren't a new concept, but by doing time crystals... In superfluids, they can get to these time crystals easier. It's part of why superfluids demonstrate the behavior that they do. There's a video of superfluid helium. Yeah. Helium from 11 is, years ago. Helium is the type of fluid that would do it. I feel like that guy should be wearing gloves. I mean, I know nothing. So, like, if you put it, they'll put it in, like, a cup, and it'll just flow over the sides of the cup and out, and then it'll drip onto the surface beneath and then flow away. <laughs> this is great podcasting. Man. I mean, I've, I am fascinated by this. I just can't believe I've never, like, heard of this. I know you said we've talked about it, but I, would, I feel like I remember this. I don't know. How do you forget time crystals? Yeah, so it's just, the way to think about it is just like a crystal is a specific alignment of the molecule in the space of the matter. And the time crystal is the same concept, except it's the motion of those atoms, not the structure of the atoms. Alright, so they are taking liquid helium, and they have as it far at, as I understand. They have it at minus 269 centigrade. Okay, very cold. I don't know. 
Okay, hold on. I don't think if you went... I'm going to give you play-by-play of what's about to happen. Okay. So it's in a tube. They have it, it looks like maybe like a vacuum of some sort. And they're just staring at it as it's reaching its... It looks weird. So far. Hold on. I feel like something's about to happen. Still looks weird. It almost looks like nothing. It's almost nothing. Like, you know how, like, water, like... Water's clear, obviously, but, like... It's hard to explain. Like, you'd have to, like, see it to describe it. And then it should be moving. It's not moving yet. Hold on. Also, probably watching this on mute is, like, (laughs) weird. Who came up with this shit? What do you mean, who came up with it? There's so many smart fucking people in the world. Yeah, right? Like that cop who was working on the hydrogen engine who was in that shop shop center in Buffalo that that kid drove 200 miles to go shoot up. (laughs) I wish people at home could see the look on your face. So it is... In whatever this video is, again, it's on mute, so I, I could be understanding it totally wrong. I don't even know if I'm looking at the right thing. But... The liquid, they dipped this thing into li- into the liquid hydrogen, or helium, and it won't stop dripping. It just keeps dripping, yeah, it just keeps going. There's nothing on it, but it's dripping, because it is something on it. But, like, what the fuck is that? It's weird, right? It's weird shit. That's I'm from 11 you. years ago. I'm telling you. Look at, go out to the Wiki, Wiki, Google Zero Viscosity and go to the Wikipedia page. Like, this is shit that I've never heard of. It's, like, must be super advanced level stuff. But it seems like the applications for this would be pretty, you know, interesting. The problem is, like... A viscosity measurement of zero means that the fluid will continue to flow indefinitely. And look at the image that they have This on state the... allows mass to transfer without the transfer of energy and provides the superfluid the ability to overcome friction and therefore overflow its containers. But doesn't that then... Now, this is going to sound crazy, and I feel like we're getting into the fucking weeds here. <laughs> gravity is a theory. Yes. Like, we don't know for certain... No, it's a law of gravity, isn't it? I'm pretty sure gravity is a theory. I could be wrong. I know nothing. Wait, is gravity a law or a theory? But, if something that has zero viscosity overflows... Like, isn't it defying gravity? Which means it's breaking physics as we know it already. Well, water. Well, I don't know. Water doesn't just flow up on its own. No, but it, there, water does have like properties of adhesion and stuff that yeah, allow yeah, it yeah, to but do that's, certain things. But that's just bond. That's like chemical bonding. That's not what this is. Um. But do you see the picture on that page? Is there a little image of what the water would look like in a... Universal gravity is a theory, not a fact, regarding the natural law of attraction. Interesting. 
Wait, on that Biscasi page, did you see that picture I was talking about? Uh, no, I have to go back to it. Well, I'll show you. I'll pull it up. But do you see what I'm saying? Like, if it's... Like, they're almost calling it negative viscosity. You see this image? Yeah, what is that? Okay, so look at it closely. You see how the water goes all the way around the container? Like a thin barrier of the water? And then look, if it goes over the edge of... There's a cup inside it. So what they're talking about is like, if you put... If you have a super fluid... Mm -hmm. And let's say you put a cup in it. The water will flow into it. Not not the water, but the liquid, the superfluid, would flow over the side and into it and then level itself out. It wouldn't sink it. It would essentially buoyance. It would be buoyant to that point. And then it would still it would fill the entire container on the walls around and it would just be in constant motion well i think that not crazy so i think I'll, i'm gonna go back and watch that video i was watching with yes. volume on so i can understand it but that's what i think they were doing right they had this thing dipped in this fluid and then brought it out and the reason why it was continually dripping is because it's like on a chain and it's suspended above the liquid yeah but that liquid is running up that tube down the chain down that it's like in the whole it's going around the whole thing yes but you can't even see it because it's like so thin. Yeah, it's just covering it. And it's just dripping. And you're like, how is it dripping? Because I think it's just moving around. But I have to watch that with sound so I can actually understand it. But this is crazy. Yeah, so that's a, I thought this was interesting. So this always leads me to question, though, like, what are we doing in our school system? <laughs> like, the reason why China is, like, ahead of us in terms of, like, learning, is because, like, they just trust the idea that, like, kids aren't dumb, they can learn things, just put shit in front of them, and if they show a... a, An interest or... or Proficiency. A proficiency, they go hardcore and push that person into it. I'm not saying that's what we should do. I'm not saying we should look to China and, like, change our education system. But we should start making our education system really rigid really fucking hard and start making us smart but they don't want us smart and that's really the problem i disagree i've been thinking about this all week actually since the last school shooting you want to go opposite i think we should just abolish public schooling in general in the united states and then convert and sell all the public school buildings and assets like any school buses any publicly owned school equipment any publicly owned school facilities at all privatize private companies privatize school let montessori schools and catholic schools and i don't know just privately owned fucking christian schools or whatever crazy boarding boarding schools that have nothing to do with religion well dude this let them all pop up and then fuck fuck everything else this is why michael malice like i don't agree with everything he says but like there's something to the idea of anarchy doesn't have to be disorder. This, this, this this dirty word that means chaos. It simply means an absence we, of government. An absence of government. They do nothing. <laughs> they, it, they don't exist. There is no government. So public schools don't exist because there's no overarching public. Public. There's no government that says this is how it is. Everything is privatized. And I think. I'm a big believer in the free market and that the free market can can almost fix all. 
I don't know, man. People want to... Jeff Bezos is building a robot army. So, like... How is his... Did he fix, ever finish that clock he's been working on? I don't know. He's got a lot of projects. <laughs> Superfluidity is frictionless or zero viscosity fluid flow. Creeps up and over container and walls and empties itself. Isn't that weird? You're welcome for this enlightening discussion. Do you know what happens if you stir a superfluid? It creates a vortex that will never end. That's retarded. I know. Isn't that fascinating stuff? So, yeah, time crystals, bro. Oh, my God. Real thing. That is, uh, by the way, that is exactly what the video I was watching was. The superfluid liquid helium creeps up the wall of its container and drips down. Creepy. So like this is stuff that's going on in government labs that you don't know have anything idea, but it's like happening. Like these. But this is happening. what we know. Well, all what this do you think was, not telling Frank, us? All this was was literally a press release and a published report, and there was no fanfare at all. If you Google it, you'll find articles from like science journals, but you won't find anything from like the mainstream of news, really. But is that just because like it's been around ignorant. for so long and they just don't? Like, I think they're ignorant of it. But I also think that if it were something, if it were something like chocolate lowers cholesterol and makes you live ten years longer, I think it would have been reported in CNN. I don't know. I just think like again, it kind of just goes back to the idea of like we're all kind of just dumb. Like, no one really cares about anything. <laughs> yeah, it's like how are we going to describe time cut? crystals on like i gotta rewatch how i met your mother for the seventh time you think <laughs> i care about like do are we just surrounded by too much there's too much to distract us are we surrounded by too much distraction now there's too much entertainment we're too entertained speaking of entertainment this is perfect this is going to lead right into what i want to talk about good i don't want this podcast to become a podcast where Every week we talk about TV shows because I think that's weird. But like for some reason, the past three weeks we have talked about it, and okay. we're gonna talk about it again today. And I'm sorry, I apologize. But did you watch that Sopranos video? Yes, that's what I want to talk about. Oh my god, how good was that? My favorite form of YouTube video is media analysis. Media analysis of like TV shows, movies. I fucking love it. There's a lot of really when I was in college out there analyzing. TV. When I was in college and I watched, uh, there used to be a show on YouTube, AMC Movie News, AMC Movie News, that unfortunately, oh, like, by the time I found it, it started to get popular. Not crazy popular. It only had like a couple thousand views and subscribers. And then it kind of ate itself and it doesn't exist anymore. But for the time being, I was obsessed with movies. I was obsessed with film. I had this idea that I was going to drop out of college to go to like a film school. And that's when I started really liking like film analysis on on YouTube. Like there's that really good uh, there's a channel every frame of painting. Yeah, every single one of his videos is fantastic, but he stopped making videos. He hasn't made a video in like years. Um, I forgot about him until you just said it. Yeah, he's fantastic. And like Whenever I get into a show, I'll inevitably go on YouTube and I'll look for an analysis or something. And it doesn't even have to be analysis. Sometimes just like a theory video, like the SpongeBob skin theory. Like that's a cool video. 
And today... By the way, I'm a believer in skin theory. Yeah. That is an actual thing with the writers of Spongebob. It's cool. Um, But yeah, today you sent me the Sopranos one. And as soon as I clicked on it, I was like, I can't wait to watch this. So I watched it once I had... And it's a recent video. It's not an old video. It's three weeks old. No, it's three weeks old. So that video, it might be one of the most well-done analyses... Is that a word? Analyses? Literally, I was tr- I was choking up at points. Not for any reason other than, like, I choke up a lot very easily these days. But I think a lot of it was, like... Family stuff, probably, right? No, it wasn't even, like, in relation to Tony Soprano. It was in relation to, like, how good that show was. And, like, how special a moment in time, like... We kind of experienced being able to watch television then and how different the world is and, like... Like, I don't know what the future holds, but I do know that, like, things are changing in ways that I don't like, personally. So, like, just getting nostalgic about The Sopranos and, like, thinking about how high-class art that was. Yeah, man. Like, it was so monumental to create Tony Soprano, the character. What depth... And, like, that's my culture. I was, like, just appreciative. But at the same time, right? It's not my culture. It's always not my culture. But, like, I mean, like... But look at, like, the reverence you have for it, right? Yeah. But, like, David Chase, when he's creating The Sopranos, and he's just like, I'm just a Jersey guy, I just want to make a show about, like, I don't know, things I've seen, you know? Yeah, yeah, whatever. It's not... I don't... The guy was clearly very talented, very smart, had a... knew what he was doing, but at the same time, like... I don't think he was expecting it to be what it what it was. But that's everything. We've I mean you can say that about like like when the Beatles look are at, writing look Revolver. At, look at look at the Yeah, sure that. <laughs> look at the office. When they were recreating the office, yeah. like, I don't think they're thinking this is Best going to com- wind up becoming like people will love it. It'll be beloved. Yes. Yeah, exactly. But like that's the beauty of of that world of film and TV. And storytelling. Like, it's the best form of storytelling. But I agree. I watch a lot of videos that are mostly just commenting on TV that I don't even watch anymore. Like, especially... We've Doctor talked Who? about it before. Like, you... Doctor Who on this shit. This... Well, you really like, um... Uh... What's his name? Which the one? Scottish guy. Critical Drinker. Critical Drinker. But also, like, Clownfish and Nerd Erotic. There's a bunch of... Uh, Young Ripper. There's a bunch of really cool YouTube channels that talk about... What I consider, like early 2000s nerd culture or like 2010s nerd culture that now to me like i don't even pay attention to that shit anymore and like when i do i'm disappointed in it constantly um, which is why i have such a respect for things that are good today that are still good so like this guy that's why i want to see top gun so yes did you I watch agree. top gun yet no not yet oh man i'm not talking talk about top gun um but so the, I, I watched the whole sopranos video instantly clicked on this dude's channel and went down and just started watching other videos he's done anything good really good he did a a video on johnny depp and how he portrays uh captain jack sparrow and why it's so good and he compared his role in as hunter s thompson and fear and loathing and how that like kind of prepared him for this role as jack sparrow and how good johnny depp is at the the physicality and not just like in his body parts like his body parts work in a way because they're it's really what he's doing with his face but it's really what he's doing with his eyes and like 
he's just like sure acting actors are kind of like these dumbasses dumbasses but maybe they don't have to be dumb but it's but a talent and a skill probably full of themselves some of them but this brings us back to entertainment he also had a video on severance yeah and the pilot and he basically called it the greatest episode a perfect, of television of a all time. perfect pilot of TV. Well, now I can't respect anything he's ever and said. And I gotta be honest. <laughs> he's right. Great. You felt he's, vindicated. No, but he's right. Like, and he breaks it down as, as and he tells you why. Like, why so I shouldn't watch good? until I watch more of Severance then. No, it, it literally only talks about the pilot. It does not talk about anything else. Well, I can't... And he actually it. ends the video by saying, I highly suggest you watch this show. And, and so... Because in today's entertainment, when, like, things, like... Like, that's good art. We're too entertained. Maybe. Because I'm entertained by by watching people explain entertainment. Like, just by fact, virtue that we have this podcast should be should be evidenced enough that there's too much entertainment. Yeah, like, we come together on a Monday night to talk. I'm like, what else? We could be doing so much else. People will actually take time to listen to this. People that we don't even know. Yeah, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> what loser. The, what the heck? We appreciate it, though. Hey, like and subscribe. But yeah, so like Actually, I, I will never ask you to do that for this podcast. I'm going to knock the entire setup over. The whole studio almost went down. Um, <laughs> but yeah, man, like I just love that rabbit hole of YouTube of just Good analysis. content? Yeah. All of like them? NerdWriter, NerdWriter1, like he used to be really good. He still makes stuff, but I don't think it's like as good as it used to be reminds me of college i wish you could have read some of my media papers that i deleted because i didn't think that ever be relevant boy was i wrong there's so many guys who graduated not guys people men oh and wait women. hold on sorry yep there's another good video he's got two more sopranos videos that came out right after that one okay. uh one that explains um his like opinion on the ending of Sopranos didn't watch that one yet. Oh, when he was talking about how, and then one that's just about Tony Soprano and like how pivotal of a character he is, not just in TV history, just like in the history of culture, how important Tony Soprano is. I, I can't agree. wait to watch that one. Um, when he was talking about how Tony and his relationship with Christopher and what he ultimately does to Christopher at the end, like. I didn't even think about it. like, Because I've watched season six maybe twice only. And I've watched The Sopranos a lot. Like, I've seen one through five a lot. I just usually stop before I watch six again. Not that I don't think... It's not like a Game of Thrones thing where eight is, like, universally considered weaker. It's just, like, the first half of season six isn't great if you're a fan of what the show did in one through five. Because... It's kind of like unwinding itself a little bit. Does that make sense? Yes. So, I don't want to watch the unwind. I like just getting to the point where Tony Soprano's kind of like king of New Jersey. And like, things are great. Regardless. Oh, man. The idea that Christopher (laughs) is his, like, he's he's obviously a son figure. That's pretty simple. But like, he's the version of AJ... That is all the negative that is Tony channeled into. Yeah. And you know what that... And you love these characters. Yeah. That's the beauty of Sopranos. Like, he's right about... It. He, as what you're that talking say? about what well, is What does happening? that say about us? Because, like, I think it's pretty well... Not known, but, like, the, a widely held opinion is that, like, 
AJ sucks. No one likes AJ. But, like, we should. Like, realistically, we kind of should like AJ because, like... He's kind of a good kid. Yeah, like, he's... He is... He's doing his best in a situation of, with, like, a dad who... I don't know. It's just... The video's really good. The guy, This guy's YouTube is just an observation. I highly... I give him a shout-out. He's really good. Yeah, I like that video too this morning. That's why I said it. I was like, oh. Yeah, appreciate that. Um, the war in Ukraine is still going on. I thought it was Gas over. prices are soaring. Four ninety. I want to pose this question. This is a real question to you. Do you think it's more likely that the reason why they want, like, and I'm not talking about, like, Democrats in general. I'm just talking about, like, Nancy Pelosi, Joe Biden... People with actual power in this country. Do you think the reason why they want to ban guns is because children were shot in a school and it makes them feel sad? Or because gas prices are $5 a gallon and they're terrified and the economy is on the verge of collapse and they don't know what to do? B. <laughs> Like, like Joe Biden has literally dropped bombs on more children in office than have been shot by AR-15s this year. Do you know what percentage of total deaths in the U.S. come from ARs? Like, none. Zero point something? Yeah, it's less than a percent. Jesus. So, like, what, what are we banning? They want why, don't we, ban, why don't we ban alcohol? Wanna, what I don't like about the whole thing <laughs> is when it's like... No one wants to ban your guns. Also, we're going to ban your guns. Well, that's like, that's, that's going to make me have to go. What are we going to do? We're going to fight over this? Because well, you're not being honest. If we do have to fight about it. I really, I put my money on the people who's got guns. <laughs> that's what I think, too. I'll take my chances as a person with a gun. The idea that they don't think I'd rather die shooting my beautiful leather lever action rifle. That I love and would love the opportunity to actually, like, wield in battle. Like, that would be sweet. If I died that way doing Do something I believed in. Do you want to get tattoos? Of what? Do you want to get the don't tread on me flag tattooed? Nah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> I've been rocking the don't tread I on like me. I like join or die better. I've been, I've been rocking the, the don't tread on me flag on my backpack. It's too libertarian. Well, it's kind of where I'm at in my life. You know where I stand on all this. I'm not a libertarian. I, I'm an, a libertarian You're ally. You're a naturalist. But I believe we the tech I believe the Industrial Revolution was a mistake. <laughs> Sustenance farming with guns. Did I knock the mics out? No, but you just consistently kick them. It, well, they're in a terrible spot. Sustenance farming with guns is the way of the future. You will all homestead. There's so much land. You take everyone in the cities and you give them an acre of land and tell them to fend for themselves. And you dissolve all government. Everyone is just given an equal plot of land and we start over from scratch and we see what comes from that. Sure. And a gun. Everything is better than whatever this is. <laughs> Like, don't we want to avoid civil unrest and war? What? How bad do you think the collapse is going to be? 
Well, that's an interesting question because I think you th- know that I feel that the collapse is currently ongoing. So agree, Billy. How bad is it going to get? Good, better question. Uh, like it's pretty bad. Like if you really look at it, like it's right pretty now, bad. Right like it's now, pretty guys. bad. Like do we not understand the world is at war? And like I'm so poor right now. Everyone. Eight months ago, like eight months ago, I was making the exact same amount of money, and I wasn't poor. I'm do currently you, poor. Do you remember the conversations we had? last year about you moving in here and what we should be thinking for the future this is what i was talking about but i don't think we're over it i don't think we're close to over it i have that box. you're gonna kick me out of here before things hit rock bottom and i'm I, gonna be on, living I, on the street that one i will never it will never get that bad for you if it looks that bad you will be able to stay Quinn, here. i'm living on the street you'll i promise you that but that can't that bucket of food hasn't been utilized yet my stock my stock account uh, it, it's so depressing <laughs> it's so bad that i don't even look at it i'm just like well you could weather this storm just keep putting money in what did you what do you have that is the your worst loss fucking dave portnoy man he's dead is Penn dave- killed me but not i was up so much money on pen yeah and the lake an idiot i was like we're It'll riding this we're riding this to the top and then it's just never has recovered. So, like, I think uh, my, like, average cost on Penn stock was, like, $58 because I had bought it at, like, 20 29 35 62 85 And now it's, like, I, I don't even know what Penn stock is at. I think it's, like, maybe $12. Oof. It's bad. How much is Dave worth right now? He's not flying private anymore, <laughs> which is fucking hilarious. That like he, he is always making videos from airports now. Penn stock is at thirty three dollars. Not great. All right, I'm kind of done here. All right, I mean we covered a lot of bases. We really did. We showed our, our diversity. But that's what I was saying months ago about we should be treating this moment in time as like the depression era of our lifetimes. Like we're <coughs> going we're gonna be going through it. It's gonna be so I think it's gonna be so much worse than what the depre- than the Great Depression was. Oh my god, I can't breathe. <coughs> <coughs> okay. Anyway, so on that note, we wish you all a good night. And, uh, you know, put your time crystals out. They bring positive energy. What does a time crystal look like? If you get the pink ones, I believe it promotes healing chakra. That's not a time crystal. No. It's not. just a crystal. Oh, no. I'm so tired.
You know what's weird about the harmonica? What? I can't tell if that sounded like you didn't know how to play it or if you <laughs> did know how to play it. Playing it your whole life. Uh, there's I'm no, like, there's no difference. I, I, I have harmonic experience. There's no difference to me. Play, I used to play harmonica a lot in college. I mean, there's definitely like different notes. Like, it's not <laughs> like if I did it, like it would just be like. <laughs> so I mean, it's something's happening. <laughs> Sounds like a song. Uh, yeah, that was part of my birthday present. A harmonica. A harmonica in the harmonica thing, so that when I play my guitar, I could add a little harmonica. Who gave you that? Rachel got it. It's nice. You guys are very good at giving each other gifts. Well, we know each other, so, like... I know, but, like... Pretty good, though. I love mouth-based instruments. Is there a way to play Jew harp and harmonica? and harmonica at the same time? I need a stand for my Jew harp. Wow, wow, wow. So While you're playing guitar. Dude, I'm getting eaten alive, and I right don't know now? why. Yeah. In the garage? Yeah, I have, like, six... Bites on my leg. Are you sure it's not fleas? You have long pants on. Well, I just put the long pants on because I was getting eaten alive. Hold on, I have to get a lighter. Are we recording this? Yeah, this is all being recorded. Dude, check out my new disc. I'm trying to figure out how to pronounce it. Goat. No. It's actually pronounced like Yute. So it's probably got. It's Yute. No, it's probably got. First of all, I'm think about be- think about Motley Crue. Motley right. Crue is spelled with the O and dots, and that's yeah. Mott. Yeah, but this is so this is this is got. Swedish. This is the same brand that makes the the bird. The bird. And my Falk. What about really like. what about Gautier? That's what I thought it was, but it's not. It's a it's Utah, like I said. But I'm well, gonna call stupid. it goat. I was gonna say, why would you call it Utah? Because it's a Swedish company. I'm sure it means something in Swedish. Yeah, but like you don't want to say that. This is a. Castaplast is a premium disc golf manufacturer. They don't they don't mark they're not like making something and thinking like, oh I'm gonna sell this in the United States. They're like we're making this for people who are serious about disc golf and wherever they are in the world, they're gonna find the Utah if they want it, if they're committed to their sport. Like I am. Committed to disc golf. Also, did you say you wanted to play tomorrow? Did you want to go to that new course? No. It's not a new course. I thought the whole thing about tomorrow is you being home early. Is it just be home early? No, I so that we can go play disco. I thought yesterday you said you wanted to get out to that course. Didn't I mean, you I do. Tuesday we would go play? I thought you said that. Did not. No, I'm going to try and go play tomorrow. But, maybe. I'm going to go back down there. I like that course a lot. And try it again. Try to get better. I'd rather go Wednesday. It was a rain all day Wednesday. I know, but I'd we rather could go also Wednesday. go Wednesday. I'd rather. I'll go probably Wednesday. go Wednesday too. I'd rather go Wednesday. Paul, I want to hear more of the details, but the Sean wants it. Well, you can't play someone else's podcast on our podcast. It's a YouTube video. Still, I just want to hear what he did. Do you think Deshaun Watson ever plays another football game? 
Because, like, I feel like he was very close to playing. And then more allegations come out, and it's, like, law and lawsuits. It's like he's uh, probably done, right? Yeah, that was me playing a little dirge for the career of Deshaun Watson. But, no, I, mean, I mean, I've been saying this whole time that I don't think he's going to play again. <laughs> like, I mean, go back to the Dolphin rumors when we were... It was like, you cannot make a trade for this person. Because you don't know, you don't know what's going to happen. What's going to happen. That's why the Browns are insane. At some point, isn't Goodell going to have to do something? He's going to have to address it. Do you hear the stuff with the Goodell lawsuit? I mean, the... Uh, uh, Gruden? Oh, yeah, he's like... <laughs> There's like a chance that that lawsuit gets Goodell fired. I like Goodell. Which would be hilarious. In a way. I don't like him like him. I like him in But the I think he like... gets he gets shit on for no reason. Not no reason, but I think football fans who are like just fans of football and don't like Goodell don't understand how good they have it in terms of commissioner. No, Goodell's terrible. But like Manfred's just a different kind of terrible. Like Goodell's actually kind of does things for football that he likes his sport. Yeah, like Adele's not after. Maybe my bar is baseball. maybe my bar is just too low for what I want commissioners to do. Oh, God. Man, I don't Can know. Pull that wire underneath. Pull what wire? Get that wire off under the guitar. Come on. Is it out? Yeah. No, it's not. Pull it. Come on. Dude, what are you? Just pull the wire. You're pulling it the wrong way. It's clearly around the bar. There, that's what I want. Okay, now this. Oh my god. No, but see, I'm still. Dude, you are. No, don't do that. Just give, just hold that. Just grab that, and then give me it. That cord needs to go, but now it's just going under this. <sighs> You're killing me tonight. <laughs> Who are you? You're a father. I'm trying to get organized for the podcast. That was bothering me. Whew. At least the mic didn't come unplugged. I like when there's episodes where we're like kind of out of sync at first. There's something I really want to talk about. Oh, okay. Right now or later? No, later. Should we talk? Should we do a little sports? Should we want to talk the Yankees? I mean, we talked. I don't about them know. So like, much it's when they were bad. Now I feel like we. Can't it's weird talk to about talk about them because, like, there's, I don't. There's nothing to say other than they're doing really well. Here's what I'll talk about the Yankees. Yeah. Today, I was with two people who were Yankee fans. And not hardcore or hardcore? Not hardcore, but like. Wait, what the fuck just happened, dude? Why am I still behind the guitar? Because you. Clearly, because you move the guitar. How about we put the guitar anywhere else, not near no, where I the don't mics have go? The guitar here. This is my garage, damn it. Now get the cord on the other side. Perfect. What the fuck? Is that my glasses? God damn it. Anyway, what were you saying? All right, so they're not like hardcore fans, but like they watch, they know about the team, they know the players, they know what's going on, and. I've realized I've become snobby. Mm -hmm. You know how, like, old school baseball fans are, like, snobby? Yeah. I think I'm a snobby new school baseball fan. 
Okay. I don't like the older generation that doesn't get baseball anymore. I don't need you to be super into analytics. I don't need you to be... Uh, on board with like everything about today's game, but the takes are ridiculous. Like the I don't understand how Aaron Judge didn't sign that contract in the beginning of the year. That's fine to have that opinion in the beginning of the year. How can you have that opinion now after what Judge is doing? What he's doing? That's why he didn't sign the contract because he's the best player in baseball. So that's weird. Um, they're like, the Yankees haven't really played anybody yet. And I'm like, I mean, that's not true. Like, that's, that's not true. That's, they played everyone that, that have come into town. So it's just it's just weird to me. Are the White Sox nobody? I mean, I know we say All that. these teams are nobodies now because the we Angel, beat them. We broke the Angels. But when they come in and they're like, talked about as like, this is going to be a good series, this is going to be a good team, and then we destroy them, it's like, well, they were bad. Like, we handled the Rays. We handled the Blue Jays all year. We beat the Red Sox. We beat the the White Sox. We beat the Angels. All those teams were considered to be good. We sent the Angels on a fifth. What are they on a twelve game losing streak? Well, they had already lost like four or five coming into us, but then we just destroyed everything that they thought. So I don't know. It's weird, and the Yankees are just really good. And I get it. Like I think there are like these Yankee fans were very cautiously. Very cautious about where this season is going. They're not buying that the team is as good as it is. Which, I mean, I think is fair because it's hard to fathom this team can be this good. But why live in that realm? I'm just going to live in the realm of they are this good. And I'm going to enjoy every last second of it. And Nestor is going to win Cy Young until he doesn't. And Judd's going to be MVP. Yeah. Who's worse, Hicks or Gallo? That is such a tough question. Who's worse? The next question is easier. I mean, I think it's I think it's Hicks. Who would you rather have off the team, Hicks or Gallo? I couldn't I couldn't pick one over the other. But probably Hicks. I would choose Hicks. I mean, Hicks with being a switch but hitter. I think I'm biased. Like, I, I just don't like him. I just don't want him here. Anymore. But, like, if you're talking, like, just, like, but ask a third-party baseball fan, they're probably like, well, no, Gallo's worse, and you should probably keep Hicks. But Hicks, I look at it and go, fuck Aaron Hicks. Hicks would be better as the fourth outfielder. And if Hicks were your fourth outfielder, he'd be useful because he can get on base, and he's a switch hitter. So he comes off the bench both ways, and he's a decent outfielder, even though Gallo's also a decent outfielder. But, I don't, but Hicks you can put in center. I don't buy that, though. Gallo is almost useless as a fourth outfielder because even though he's good defensively... He can't do anything. He's really he's really not going to be a dynamic, like... Not that Hicks will be, but like... Like, Hicks is probably the better baseball player. Yeah. But it's not but like much. Barely. And, like, Hicks is more frustrating. So it's really kind of just dumb. Somehow. Like, I, They're kind of like the you know two what? worst players in baseball. Hicks because here's why, actually, Gallo is less frustrating than Hicks. Gallo is billed as a guy who is not going to do the things that you need him to do. Hicks is only useful if he's doing the things that he's not doing. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes. Like, you don't expect Gallo to get on base a ton. 
And well, so, I think you actually kind of do. Yeah, I think that's but, like the thing you do expect from him. So you expect him to walk and hit home runs. That's it. He's going to strike out. When you expect him to be a good fielder, I mean, he's got a gold glove. And he's been kind of shit in the field. So I don't know. They're both, they're they're both, both like, like the, the two worst players in baseball. It's crazy. <laughs> the thing is, like, I think my brain says Gallo is a lost cause. I think Hicks is a lost cause. Like, I don't think Hicks will ever be good. But Hicks, I could say, well, he had that wrist injury. He hasn't played. He could be better. Gallo is just like... Is Gallo better than He's broken. He cannot be what we think he can be in the city of New York. Now, for some reason, I can watch Gallo struggle and not get as frustrated as when I watch Hicks struggle. Again, that's because you're biased because we've we've hated Hicks for years. Yeah. We've only hated Gallo for like a couple months. Like but last if, year... But when if Hicks were gone... You'd hate Gallo. You'd want Gallo out of here so bad. You think how many players on the team do you think are like rooting against trading these two guys because like it'll start to put pressure. Like DJ LeMayu is getting off so scot free this year for being bad again. He's struggling. Alright. Well, I guess we could talk about real things now. Okay. We could stop pretending that this is any part of the show at all. 